it's been a week. I mean, it's always a week. Not really a week because we usually talk to each other all the time. Um, but for those of you that are uh, tuning in now to the live show, welcome back to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. Um, for those of you tuning into the broad or the actual podcast form of this, obviously, thank you for that as well. Um, Eric, we've got a few things that we need to go over today, starting with controversy in the 4A semifinal boys basketball game between St. Mary's and Mesquite. But before that, you know, actually before that, beyond that, we've got some champions that have been crowned in soccer. Yes. We have some playoff games actually tonight as we're recording this right now on Wednesday, February 23rd. And we've got some other really good matchups coming, you know, the rest of this week. And spring sports are starting, which actually they're supposed to start today, but everything got canceled <laughs> because of the rain. So snow up first here. things first. So, yeah, snow for you. First things first, though, man. Uh, how's your week been? How have things been since uh, the last time we were on here? Good. We got several inches of snow um, nice. in Flagstaff. I went to uh, an NAU men's basketball practice today. It took me about ha- uh, double the time it normally <laughs> takes to get over there, uh, just in terms of driving and parking in the snow and everything like that. But you know, things are good. We we were supposed to. <laughs> I was planning on I had a photographer set to go to. Uh, um, a tennis match today and I don't think the ball is going to bounce very well in the snow. So um, <laughs> that might have to wait for a while. Surprised they wait. So did you say that they didn't cancel that then? They did. Oh, okay. I'm just I was saying like, wait a minute. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't okay. go very well. No, it wouldn't have. Um, yeah. There was a lot of baseball games that were scheduled for today. I think there's a tournament going on actually at desert Vista. Yeah. Um, I wanted to head out there, but um, yeah, that got canceled. Um, and now there's like double headers like tomorrow. So it's actually, which is a good and bad thing because obviously I have to go to ASU tomorrow and teach Thursday. Um, and then beyond that, I have other things I got to do for, you know, the Awatuki paper. So, um, you know, I, as much as I want to go out there, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it out there this week. But um, yeah, man, that sounds sounds like a lot of fun, though. Uh, I was just going to ask you, like, what's it like driving in the snow? Cause I've never actually personally done it. Yeah. See, I grew up doing it. So it's something yeah. I'm used to, um, yeah. but you just go real slow. Um, when there's ice on the road, it's slippery. So yeah, you just have to, you know, be careful, know that you can't take turns fast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever you, spun out of control? I've never spun out of control. Um, okay. when I was about, so I turned, 16 uh in december which i mean my birthday so i turn every age in december but um (laughs) so i first started driving around that time and you know in minnesota it's snowing and everything like that so i remember um one day when i had just recently gotten my license um taking a turn onto my uh onto my house a little bit too quick and i didn't like spin out or anything but the tail of my car definitely you know came up along a lot slower than the front of my car did. Um, okay. And I was like, okay, now I know. I was lucky there wasn't another car there or anything that could yeah. get hit or whatever. You probably made a joke about it, though, with your parents. Well, they weren't in the car with me. No, I know, but when you told them about it, I'm sure you probably made I a joke. I don't even know if I did told, tell them about it. It no. wasn't, like, a huge deal because nothing got hit and nothing happened. But oh, I learned my joke. lesson. Yeah. Uh, there was one time when I was probably around 16 or 17. Um, I had a truck at the time and uh, I, same thing, I kind of hit the gas a little bit too hard and it, ha- it was raining and it, which is when like this in yeah. my neighborhood, um, nothing crazy happened. Kind of like what you, yeah. what you said. Um, but I mean, it was kind of fun at the same time. It was weird. Like, like it was that initial air, and then you're like, oh, that was actually kind of fun. <laughs> a lot of people used to do donuts when it would get snowy yeah. and icy. They'd go find a big parking lot. Partic- like at our high school, we had a giant parking lot and it was all flat. Yeah. Um, and people would just go and do donuts. You could see the next day, like yeah. where there were tracks that were in a circle. Oh my you're God. Like, okay, someone, someone did something stupid here. Um, yeah. The, and the it thing that like, we did. It's not something I ever tried, but yeah. Um, you could tell it happened. 
there was a uh, there's a little dirt. Well, I don't even know if it's there anymore because of how much that part of the valley has been built up now. But uh, we always used to go out into like this like desert area and just do like and go like off off roading. Um, yeah, it wasn't really major off roading, obviously, but um, do some donuts in the dirt there. It was kind of fun. So, yeah, see, that's fun when you're not going yeah. to endanger anybody and you're mm-hmm. not like, you know, it's not going to hurt anything. Then go ahead and do that. Have yeah. fun, and whatever. But exactly. It's when it becomes actually dangerous to yourself or other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem. 100%. Um, talking about fun. One team last night had a lot of fun. Uh, another team, not so much. Um, we're talking about the Mesquite and St. Mary's semifinal in basketball for a semifinal. A lot of controversy with this one, Eric. I'm sure you probably are very well aware of what happened, yeah, of correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for those that don't know, um, Mesquite St. Mary's were basically, well, actually Mesquite was basically winning that game the entire way, like the entire, until the entire final way minute. until the final minute, St. Mary's took a lead. Um, you know, Mesquite, what was it? Mesquite got a three pointer and then, uh, they went to go inbounds the ball. I I've seen stuff about a timeout was called, but no teams had timeouts. I've seen stuff where a timeout wasn't called. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't at the game, so I have no idea. Um, so basically from what I was reading, um, and actually Richard Ober put up a story today about it. And it actually kind of went in chronological order of what happened. So Mesquite hits a three-pointer, 73-71, I believe was the score. Um, They're down. St. Mary's yeah. goes to inbound the – well, actually, St. Mary's didn't touch the ball. They wanted to just let the clock run out. Mesquite then goes and takes the ball, throws it to the official. He doesn't stop it, so it goes out of play, like into the crowd. So then they stop the, they stop the game, stop the clock put some time back on because the ball was out of play. Um, And I guess from there, I mean, the, you know, there's a lot of things you can look at with this, with the sequence that happened after that. Um, You know, St. Mary's basically tried to get it to Jeremiah Cherry, who was like down at the other end of the floor. Yeah. He was basically a little over half court. Yeah. So like, you know, the so they threw it that far to try to, you know, get it to him and let him just run out the clock. Um, pass was tipped by Nate Calmese, picked up by another player, back to Calmese, who then heaved it from just beyond half court and made it. Um, and obviously it was a game winner, so people went yeah. crazy. Um, Mesquite won 74-73 on what yep. looked like one of the craziest shots you'll ever see. Oh no, it was still one of the craziest yeah. shots we'll ever see. Yeah, of course. It made it to it made it to number one in the top ten of Sports Center that night. Yeah. I put a video on Twitter from Sports Center, um, but it didn't take very long for screenshots to start popping up with, you know, the buzzer hitting or the the clock hitting zero, the lights around the backboard coming on to signal the end of the game. Um, in real time, it's hard to tell when the buzzer actually sounded, but referees go off of the clock, obviously. So, um, so. Was the shot good? And by that, I mean, did he get it off before the time ran out? The answer, maybe not. However, it was so freaking close in real time. That would have been one hell of a judgment call if you're an official. Yeah. And that's kind of where I want to draw this conversation because the officials in that game have been getting slaughtered. The AIA have been getting harassed on Twitter. NFHS Network got brought in for some odd reason. Like, yeah, their streams suck. That their streams suck, but like, I I don't get it. Anyway, um, people are very upset. Obviously, yeah. St. Mary's faithful are upset. Um, you know, some I don't even know what to call them. St. Mary's faithful. St. Mary's employees i don't know what are they the broadcast supporters supporters um, whatever um they're upset uh, obviously people affiliated in some capacity with the yes long twitter threads um look they're they're mad we get it it's fine um but the question of instant replay keeps getting brought up with this situation here's the problem with instant replay in high school it doesn't exist it doesn't exist two 
yeah, you can say all you want that the NFHS network should be able to do instant replay. The problem is they can't even get a stream to work. So what makes you think they're going to be able to supply all the schools with instant replay technology? And let's be honest, schools will have to pay for that. Schools can't afford it. They can barely afford new textbooks. Yeah. You think they're going to go out and get re- instant replay technology? I'm with you. I'm sorry. It's just not It's not doable at the high I mean, school. I we don't level. even have a shot clock yet. So. I know. And we're, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> One thing at a time. Yeah. I mean, so, what, are, what are your thoughts behind that, behind this entire I'm, thing? You slow people took screenshots and they were. I mean, if you look at the screenshot and the slowed down replay and whatever, it looks like he probably didn't get off the shot in time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. No. They the refs aren't looking at a slowed down thing. If they had replay, which they don't, and they're not going to it anytime soon, it might be decades or never before replay comes that's not even a part of the conversation nfhs can't go to replay because it can't be something that you can't have sometimes replay and sometimes not because not all games are streamed by nfhs so that's not even an issue and not Um, only that but if you start saying the nfhs network should be responsible for this for the replays then you're talking about having someone actually physically on site at all of the schools that they cover not gonna happen. in order to do it. Or you have to train someone, which again, more resources, more money that schools just don't have. And the NFHS in this instance is broadcasting the game. They're not part of the officiating crew. Exactly. The, offici- the officials are the three, sometimes four. Um, if you have someone doing the possession arrow and stuff, people on the mm-hmm. court, that's it. Yeah. And you can be mad. I mean, there's an argument to be made over, the fact that maybe the shot was not in time, but with yeah. the craziness of what's happening, the ball's going three quarters of the way across the court gets tipped twice. The kid barely grabs onto it and chucks it up. The fact that it goes in, that's what's being overshadowed here. Is, I know. This is an yeah. incredible shot. I yep. mean, it's, it's incredible. And it's discounting the fact that this kid made the play he could go on to be an NBA all-star and this might be the best play he's ever made on a seriously um, on a on a basketball court like to go to the state championship and you can argue but it's it's a judgment call just like every other call i'm sure if you look back there were some you know a ref might have made a wrong foul call or something or mm-hmm. maybe someone got an over and like a, a backcourt violation that they shouldn't have or whatever um and it just yeah. happens to be one call it, it discounts the fact that Mesquite had to go down and make a three with three seconds left. And, yeah, exactly. you know, the official did the thing, kind of got out of the way when someone threw him the ball. And I don't know about you, but if someone throws the ball at me, I'm getting out of the way. Um, that, that's normally that's what they teach right. you to do. You ever watch dodgeball? Um, <laughs> Dodger wrench. Um, yeah. And then one of the other things, too, that I saw was and we'll. There's a really there was actually a couple decent points brought up by um, one of the broadcasters. I think it's Alex Coyle, I think is his name. Um, and then Chris Verendorf, who, um, you know, is my freelancer. Actually, I had a I had a text conversation with Chris. I started I kind of was like. I was kind of playing into like how mad he was thinking, like maybe it lighten him up a little bit, which that didn't happen. So that was a mistake on my part. But um, one of the things, too, that I saw a lot of and not from them, too, but um, was the the clock not starting right away when the ball was touched initially who is controlling the scoreboard i'd be willing to bet it's not an aia official it's i'd be willing to bet it's always a parent from it's a parent or an athletic director or from the home school yeah that's my point or not maybe not usually from the home school yes but also that's silly like I've seen games where I remember specifically um, Williams Field, Notre Dame prep 2018 playoffs um, mm-hmm. to get to the championship game. Williams Field's driving there within the five yard line, last few seconds of the game. Um, they throw an incomplete pass. The ball hits the ground with about a second and a half, two seconds left. Uh, and they think they've got another play, but the clock keeps running because, you know, it takes a second or two to go. On the yeah. button. It's not that easy. No. Um, and it's such a judgment call. Like, 
it's not an official doing it. You're exactly right. And to, yeah. to nitpick these little things are silly. It's silly. I mean, I get that they want to be mad and there are plenty of people mad and you can make the argument. But the fact is that this isn't professional athletics and the officials aren't professional athletics level there and they don't have replay. So they can't be. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kid hit an amazing, the, the end story is the kid hit an amazing shot. They made an amazing comeback and Mesquite's going on to the championship game. And there's not a conspiracy yeah. against St. Mary's. It's just a judgment call. That's it. St. Mary's won it last year, right? Yeah. They won yeah. it last year and they were, I mean, they were the beneficiary of some clock stuff too. If you look back at that game, they had the ball in a tie game with about a minute and a half left, almost two minutes, and drained the entire thing before taking a shot with like 14 seconds left. So if you're going to argue about the rules, that's the wrong thing to be. That's the wrong team to be well, doing it. It's it's I'll within honest, the rules. Though. Yeah, it's within the rules. But if you're yelling about talk. complaining, if you're complaining about changing the rules, yeah. No, I get it. Um, but the point that I, I wanted don't to bring have up that... against them either. No, yeah. The point that I wanted to bring up with those two is, you know, Alex had a had a nice thread or nice, a very well written thread. Um, that this is about the kids, and one hundred percent it is. Yes. Um. Obviously, you know, any kids are also kids. Look, the the thing with and what the good points he made is, you know kids getting that opportunity to showcase their talent on the biggest stage. Um, you know, obviously college coaches might be coming to semifinals or any playoff games. Like that's hundred percent true. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime a, a kid gets a chance to play on that level and, and in front of those coaches is fantastic. That was a fantastic point by Alex in that case. But what happens if St. Mary's hit that shot and St. Mary's won the game? Would there be this much, like, I don't know. Would 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 you be doing that same? Would you send out that same thread? Is my question. And that's he not just not. to him. That's to everybody else. Like, would there be this much uproar? You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, maybe maybe from the Mesquite crowd, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Is it's such a one of those situations where it's like you're only arguing if it's you that's not being the benefactor of the situation. Um, you know, Nate Calm. Look. Let's be honest, St. Mary's probably has what four division one players, a high level division one players on that team, three or four at least. Right? Yeah. Or at least they division have a one lot of really they've got a lot of yeah. Good like Mesquite, Mesquite maybe has one in Calmese. I don't even know what offers he has. So, like, you know, obviously you could you could look at it that way and be like, oh, well, which team would benefit more from playing on the biggest stage? I mean, probably Mesquite. No, that doesn't change the fact that they should have won or not. But I'm just saying in general, like. I'm also the against were, the fact that this is taking away scholarships from kids. I mean, that, yeah, see, that that part I didn't really, you know. I don't but, I mean, that. The, the I mean, St. Mary's to play played on the in biggest, tournaments outside the state. Yeah. They've played against out-of-state teams. They played against, I'm looking just on their AIA schedule alone, they played three out-of-state teams. They played yeah. three games in the Suns arena. Yeah. Didn't they, they play played, just recently in like Virginia or something like that? Yeah. So it's not as if they're lacking coaches seeing those teams. I, yeah. I don't, I agree on a certain sense that, you know, maybe an opportunity is being taken away, but no one's going out of their way to take an opportunity from these kids. No one's saying we don't like the St. Mary's Knights. We don't want those kids to have an yeah. opportunity. All it is is it's a single judgment call that you can agree or disagree with. Yeah. But the call was made. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what my point was getting to is you can be mad all you want. I get it. But, you know, you're sitting, but you can't discount what mesquite was able to accomplish yes, mesquite that's the came in look if there if you had to put like i don't know betting numbers on it i would be willing to bet st mary's probably entered that game as like a five or six point or more favorite st yep. mary's was supposed to win that game it wasn't supposed to be that close it really wasn't um nope. you know hats off to mesquite like mesquite and, and i think actually a st mary's assistant coach said this like yeah the way i wish i had the tweet in front of me but it said something along the lines of you know, the way they lost obviously was heartbreaking situation, obviously could have gone a different way because of, you know, the circumstances and the clock and everything. But ha he's literally said hat off to Mesquite for playing the way they did. 
And honestly, St. Mary's, yeah, it it sucks. Let's be honest. It really sucks yeah, the way that you lost sucks. the game. It really sucks. But you won a championship last year. You made it to the state final, the semifinals again. And I'd be willing to bet that you're probably going to be an open division team next year. They've been to the semifinals be, in four the last four seasons in a row. Be proud of yourselves. It sucks the way it ended. But in sports, there's always one winner, one loser. And for the loser, especially this late in the season, it's always a miserable, miserable experience, no matter how it yep. happens. Yep. Be proud of yourselves, though. If you're St. Mary's, be proud of yourselves. I know it hurts right now. But look at the season you had. I mean, you represented Arizona, like Eric just mentioned, against out-of-state teams in the Suns arena. I mean, they got to play in hoop hall. How many kids get to do that at the high school level if you're not at a prep school? Or, sorry, prep. I guess you can, in this case, I'll refer to St. Mary's as private. At prep schools, yeah, you get that opportunity, but that's what you go there for. You stay in the private and the public schools to get opportunities to put on for your community. I mean, St. Mary's is a big community. It's that Catholic community. You put on a fantastic showing for the Catholic community, and you should be proud of that. Truthfully, you should be very proud of that. And I also have one thing before you can finish this off. Yeah. I have not seen complaints from the coach of St. Mary's. I haven't seen complaints from the kids of St. Mary's. I haven't seen complaints from those two. And those are the ones that were on the court. And if they're not complaining because they respect the game, then who is everybody else to do so? Yeah, I will say there, I did see Richard quote, um, what's the head coach's name? I can't remember his name now. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It slipped my mind. Um, And he did say it was like comical or comedy of errors or something like that. Every game has that. And and look, I'll be honest, if if the officiating aside from that moment was as bad as it was, I mean, look, I've even, remember when Mountain Point played Cesar Chavez? Yeah. My tweets in football, I mean. Remember my yeah. tweets? No, I remember oh. that. I remember it very well. You were yeah. you thought the refs weren't doing a good job that game. They were doing But awful. you didn't think that they were trying to fix it for one team or the other. No. Not and case. you didn't think that they were screwing one team or the other over. You just thought that there was a lot of flags. And a lot of stoppage in play for dumb reasons. Yep. Yeah. So you can be And that official about that. happens that official happens to be the head official for the football league that I now am yeah. the media media person for. So there's a difference between complaining about the officiating and thinking that a team yeah. got screwed over completely by the refs. I don't mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that theory. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of refs in Flagstaff. There's a small community of refs. Yeah. Because it's just a small town and you know, we don't get all the the same people that the the rotations that Phoenix gets necessarily and whatever because there's just so many people there. Yeah. And I can tell you for a fact they do not care who wins and loses the game. Like they don't care. That's they don't they don't have an agenda in that way. They just yeah. enjoy the game. They're out there. They're basically volunteers because they don't get paid anything. Exactly. Anything substantial at least. Exactly. They're there so that the kids can have a game. Um exactly. Were, that's it. So yeah, so kind of to wrap this part up. Um does it suck for St. Mary's? Yes, it does. Should it have gone the other way? Maybe. Uh, it's such, it was so close to tell the judgment called by the officials. I mean, we can sit here and be mad at the officials all we want, but to start throwing blame at like NFHS or the AIA for, you know, wanting to screw over St. Mary's like that. I'm sorry. That didn't happen. Like there's look, I think David Hines was actually there at the game. If he had the ability to step in and say something, I think he would have, he doesn't, that's not his job. So, I don't um, think he would have. I think he would have said, trust the officials. Well, yeah, and that's that's pretty much what I think everyone's going to end up saying. So, yep. anyway. Um, all right, so switching gears now. Uh, soccer champions have been crowned, Eric. Yep. Uh, 4A, I mean, sorry, 5A especially. Um, I actually saw those two matches, the boys and the girls, last night at Central High School, just down the street from St. Mary's, ironically. Um, and Castile. Beautiful fun. It, it's a very nice field. They've done a fantastic job with that. Um, Castile won both. The girls' match, honestly, super physical, very physical. Refs let yep. them play. Um, officials that are um, 
I'm sorry, parents were actually mad at refs at that game too. Um, but Castile trend, did huh? win two to nothing. Yeah, it is a trend. Uh, Castile won two to nothing over Sunrise. It was a really close match actually throughout the entire way. Uh, Morgan Fiedler got the first goal like five minutes in for Castile, and then it was basically the last two minutes of the game is when Natalie Lewis actually scored for Castile to make it a two nothing uh, game. Yeah. So, um, congratulations to the Colts. Um, one of the better teams all year long. One of the better teams for how many years now? Uh, they lost in the final in the final last year. They've won three in six years. Incredible. Um, They're a good. Team. The they are the boys game. Whew. Chippy, chippy, chippy. That's what several, you expect from a, from a soccer final. Several yellow cards. Very physical. I think in my story, kind of about the both games, I said bodies were flying. Players had like, uh, like strawberry cuts or whatever. What are they called? The you know what I'm talking about? No. Anyway, I don't know. Someone called it a strawberry. Anyway, uh, basically they had cuts on their legs. I think when they like get a big like red mark or whatever on their leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, um, something like that. But like from the turf, like turf burns that yeah, were yeah, bloody. Yeah. Like it was, it was a very physical, physical game. Uh, also came down to the wire two overtime. Well, two. I say two overtime periods. It's always two overtime periods, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but it was one to one. Sunrise Mountain scored early. Castile answered right away. One to one throughout the entire match, um, and then finally Adrian uh, Guerra, I think is how you say his name, um, scored in the late in the first overtime period, and then Castile won it from there. So Castile Colts uh, boys went back to back. Girls and boys won the titles. And Over Sunrise Mountain, both games, right? Both both games, Sunrise Mountain. Um, and Brittany Boyer, I think, said it best. Um, she quote tweeted my tweet, but she said it when Castile won the wrestling title, they're building dynasties out there yep. in certain sports. I mean, football has always been good. Um, basketball is pretty good, both teams. Yep. Both playoff teams. And soccer, dynasty. And that community wrestling, is only going to get bigger. And it's only going to get bigger. The, the, I've never met the so, boys coach, but I know how well Castile's girls coach handles that group of girls. They're so yeah. well coached. I watched even just yep. some replays. You can tell that their formations are amazing for a high school yep. team. They kick yep. the ball around. It's so easy at the high school level to just try and go with long balls. They dink the ball around. They yeah. pass well. Um, they it's crazy. They've obviously got shooters. They yeah. um, they're just a well well oiled machine and yeah. and they're physical too. That's the thing. Very if physical. You're not a soccer aficionado, you can. Not, not understand necessarily, but there is some physicality to the game. Yeah. Um, and especially at that level, people will, um, the rest will usually let a little bit more physical play go. Yep, exactly. Uh, in the foray, <laughs> same schools again. Uh, South Point Catholic beat Notre Dame Prep in the girls. Oh, sorry, boys, three to one. In the girls match, it was South Point Catholic again beating number one Notre Dame Prep in penalty kicks four to three. So, yep, I know Chile was out there. Apparently, Chile likes soccer now. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I saw him. I was almost surprised. <laughs> um, I got the I was South too. Catholic's girls team. Um, yeah, this season they played at uh Flagstaff in the quarterfinals and ended up winning on a goal with 45 seconds left over the Eagles to win one zero. Wow. Um, in what was a really, really athletic, also a physical game. Um, yeah. Both sets of fans were mad at the refs. Ha. How crazy. Um, yeah, actually, wait, I think fa- good wait, when both hang sets on. of refs. Parents, parents are mad at officials? I think when both it's sets of, of parents are mad, it's not a bad thing. Because it means that they're calling it even. Even if they're having a bad game, at least they're calling it bad evenly. Um, and I will say that was the case last night as well. <laughs> yep. And so South Point Catholic was as physical of a girls' soccer team as I saw this season. Um, yeah. And I got to see some really good ones. Flagstaff played a tough schedule. They played Notre Dame prep. Yeah. They played South Point. They played Prescott, who was a playoff team. Um, mm-hmm. And South Point Catholic was the seventh seed, but they were much better than a seven. Um, they lost one regular season match this year. South Point um, Catholic they, could be the 16 seed, and I'd probably still favor them over whoever's number one. Yeah. They they like, lost one regular season match to 5A Cienega, who was a 5A playoff team. 
and they won. Every, they didn't lose another regular season. They lost a couple tournament games, but that's crazy. Um, so they were incredible. And yeah, what is impressive here is that they were able to beat Flagstaff on the road in a defensive struggle, one zero, mm-hmm. and then go and win penalty kicks. Penalty kicks is a 50-50 proposition, no yeah. matter what. Oh, you yeah. can be the best team in the world against the worst, and it's still 50-50. But to yep. score three goals against Notre Dame Prep, who has been the number one team all year long, is incredible. It's crazy. That's In a championship game, that's incredible to score three yep. against such a quality opponent. And yep. that's what won them the match. Absolutely. Uh, 3A, Phoenix Country Day on the boys' side. The three seed beat ALA Gilbert North 6-3. to three. I don't think ALA's given up more than like three goals all season long. So six goals by Phoenix Country Day is crazy. You have to wonder if maybe they got up two or three, and then early, you know, maybe two or three early, and then yeah, uh, Gilbert North's pressing a little bit. Um, yeah, probably similar to I'm guessing in the Castile Sunrise Mountain Girls game. I'm sure Castile threw you know ten bodies forward toward in the last few minutes of the match. They did um, actually, yeah, yeah. And so I mean, when you're down in a championship mm-hmm. game, you have to press, and it's like putting an extra player in in hockey and pulling the goalie yep. that you end up yeah. leaving yourself susceptible if you don't score the goal. But if I yeah. have to imagine, um, I'm sure that country day probably got up early and then, um, you know, with them pressing at the end, mm-hmm. scored one or two late on the girl side. I'm sorry. Yeah. Girl side. Yeah. Girl side. I got confused yeah. uh, for three a uh, Northwest Christian uh, beat Sabino. So, there's your uh, 3A champions. We went over 4A, obviously 5A. That leaves us with two more soccer matches that were supposed to be played actually about an hour ago. Yep. Um, so the girls now, because of the rain and everything, they actually moved this game really early. They moved it like la- uh, Monday, I think they moved it, um, in anticipation of how much rain we were going to get here in the Valley. And, I mean, it doesn't really matter for you, Snow, but, yeah, you get it. Um, yep. So – uh, 445 on Thursday, February 24th. It is the nine seed Xavier prep. Another team that probably isn't a true much nine better seed. than a nine seed. Um, they've beaten yeah. Queen Creek all on the road, Queen Creek, Chaparral, the one seed and Liberty. And they now, haven't allowed a goal either, uh, it, which is insane. They shut all and, three teams out. Yeah. And now they face number three, Perry, who got a crazy, crazy win over desert Vista this weekend. I saw that one in person. Um, that's at 445 at Campo Verde at 645. Two hours later, the boys game to wrap up the soccer season. It is number 13. The Cinderella story Chandler Wolves, who beat number one Tucson in penalty kicks in to uh, at Marana, Marana, Tucson. So in Tucson, basically in Tucson, um, in southern facing, Arizona. Yes. Facing number two, Desert Vista, who won an overtime over Hamilton. Um I mean, man, it's hard to, you know, bet against Desert Vista in that boys game. But Chandler reminds me a lot about that, uh, you know, the Florida Gulf Coast, the George Mason March yeah. Madness teams, the uh, what was Butler. another one? Uh, the, the Butler, the 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 retrievers VCU. of U- the VCUs, the retrievers of UCMB or whatever that UMCB, yeah. whatever that that college is that beat Virginia. How do you bet against a Chandler team that's already proven that they can beat anyone? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it'll be interesting it, to see. you're definitely right. Chandler has gotten by on these one Oh games in the first two rounds, one, yep. one against Tucson, um, one in penalties. That's basically a draw and they advance. Um, but listen to the team, but number four, Tolleson one, nothing. Number 12, Highland, which beat number five, Cibola, 1-0. Number one, Tucson, 1-1, yeah, 6-5 in penalties. I mean, yeah. Geez. And so that's an awesome run. Whereas Desert Vista has been scoring the lights out. They scored three, three, and four in their three yeah. games leading up to this. It's two clashing styles. And that's what I was kind yep. of getting at is it's going to be who dictates the, the kind of the pace of the game and i would imagine the field i mean campo verde it's a turf field so it can still be a little wet but it won't be as bad so the ball's going to be slick um i can imagine that being a defensive battle uh unless desert vista really runs away with it early 
And so I don't I, know, man, I, but I have to say, like, this Desert Vista team, they won in 2018. So they yeah. won before I started covering them because I started that summer. Yeah, and I cover so, I covered that team. So I mean, by far for me at least, this is the best team I've ever covered for Desert yeah. Vista soccer. Yeah, and um, so they might be just so talented yeah. that they, they score one or two early and are able to put it away. But yeah, it 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 ends up being a uh, kind of a battle of two styles. Yeah, and that Hamilton team that they beat was much better than a six seed. Hamilton soccer is yeah. back. Uh, that game was 0-0 at halftime, and they scored seven goals in the yep. last, what, 40, 50, 60 minutes. So yeah. um, that was a, it was such a good game, too, to go out there and watch. Uh, I've covered two – well, how many playoff games? I've covered four playoff soccer games now, and half of them went to overtime. <laughs> so yep. we'll see about tomorrow. Um, moving on to the basketball. So – with basketball, so how do I want to do this? We're going to go with the boys' side first. We're going to go from uh, 2A on up. So 2A right now, uh, we're looking at the semifinals will take place on Friday with the championships on Saturday. So left, we have Phoenix Christian and Rancho Solano, and then uh, Pima and Scottsdale Christian. So very possible an all-Scottsdale matchup there between those two uh, those two schools. Yeah, in the higher seeds, anyway. And that would uh, be Rancho a Solano, last year's championship. Exactly, it would be a rematch. And I've seen Rancho Solano a couple times now. I saw them get beat really badly by Perry, but that makes sense. They're a that's two a two A versus a six A, a yeah. good 6A. and then a, yeah, a top tier six A. And then I've also seen them beat up on Arate Prep. So, you know, it, it, they're they're that's a good team. I have not yeah. seen Scottsdale Christian, but I hope to. And Scottsdale Christian's the defending champion. They won last year. Exactly. Exactly. So again, that is on Friday. It's actually being played at like 9 a.m. the first game and 12 the second one. So yeah, they are do. they not in, are they not in school this year or this week? <laughs> Apparently not. But that's uh <laughs> that Friday is going to be a run of a bunch of different semifinal yeah, games. So exactly. Exactly. Uh looking at three A boys, kind of the same situation. They're right now in the semifinals. Uh these are also being played on Friday, so just Friday night. So the first one is Holbrook and Coolidge. Coolidge is the two seed. Um, barely got by ALA Gilbert North there. Two-point win in the quarterfinals. Uh, that was actually up there towards your neck of the woods in, uh, in Prescott. Yep. Um, and then the other game is Fountain Hills versus the top seed and arguably the favorite in Valley Christian. Uh, you winner talking about advances. The yeah, I have. The winner advances to the championship game on Saturday at uh, VMC in Phoenix at 6 p.m. 4A, we've already gone over the controversy. Um, South Point Catholic beat Deer Valley. So South Point versus Mesquite in the final there. That one is Monday night at 8 p.m. at Veterans Memorial Coliseum where all the championships being played. Uh, I don't think we have... Yeah, 5A is being played tomorrow. That's right. Yep. So semifinals for 5A tomorrow. Gilbert versus McClintock. Oh. That's going to be so fun. Oh. I I'm torn because I really want to go cover obviously the Desert Vista game soccer, but man, that Gilbert game is really hard to miss. Although I I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be at soccer, but I'll be looking for updates from that Gilbert. McClendon yeah. I'm game. sure someone will be there. Oh, are you kidding me? Everyone's going to be there. Cause the other game is in Buena or I should say in Sierra Vista at Buena. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Centennial at Buena is the, uh, the other semifinal in five a, 6A quarterfinals are tonight. That's why we're doing the show early. I got to go to a basketball game. Um, we have Hamilton at Sunny Slope, Boulder Creek at Mountain Point, Basha at Perry, and Pinnacle at Brophy. Can one, can Pinnacle beat Brophy? They've played, I think, a pretty close game actually before, right? It was decently close. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Basha Perry. Look, when I saw Basha against Maricopa, the Bears looked phenomenal. So. Yep. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Boulder Creek, Cinderella story. Can they beat Mountain Point? That's the question. Uh, and then obviously Hamilton has a has a Hamilton's a very good program, but Sunny Slope is on another level. So yeah. they've been be the number one team all season. Yeah, exactly. Going on over to the girls, two A championship. Oops, that's a plan. Hang on. Uh, we have. 
So these games are Friday also. So we have St. John's and Pima left over, as well as St. John Paul II and Sedona Red Rock. So St. John Paul II held the, hosted the 4A title, title game last year, right? Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah, and this would be a rematch, I believe, Pima and Sedona, if they both make it, of last year's championship game. Got it. And Jacob said that Pinnacle... Jacob said Pinnacle lost to Brophy by like 30, he thinks. So never mind, that wasn't that close. Um, okay, maybe I was thinking of someone else. <laughs> I think so, too. Uh, 3A game, Chinley versus Borgate Catholic in the semifinals. These are on Friday as well. Uh, and then Holbrook and Alchese. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, Alchese in the building, VMC is going to be sold out. They're bringing 5,000 people. And if Chinley might have the same thing. You're very right. And if those two make it to the championship game, oh. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a fun environment. On I mean, uh, Chinley got a Chinley got a Netflix documentary about their basketball team. Oh, that's, that's right. That was actually terrible. really good. I watched it. It was actually very, very well done. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's great. And so. the point is that there are these these mostly native teams that are near and on reservations just have these incredible fan bases. And you're exactly yeah. right. I'll just say, and Chinley both could have giant yep. fan bases there at the Veterans it's crazy. Memorial Coliseum. And it was funny. I was talking to Richard Smith uh, last night at the soccer games, and he even said, he's like, yeah, I told Seth they need to move it because if they try to pack a high school gym, it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you you can, even if you moved it to like Mesquite, which probably has one of the biggest gyms in the state, it won't, it would not work. Um, I am, I, so we'll get to there uh, soon, but Flagstaff um, is a team with, Yep. an incredible amount of native American players on the squad mm -hmm. in the quarterfinals. The president of the Navajo nation was just there just hanging out, wow. watching the game. Hmm. The point I'm That's making cool. is that that gym was packed for a quarterfinal game. Yeah. Um, imagine, you know, on that semifinal at an, at a, you know, a big place. It's, it's going to be wild for a team like Al Jose or Chinley. It's going to be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. I just hope the Wi-Fi is better at VMC. Um, speaking hard about it, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't bet. I know. <laughs> uh, speaking of Flagstaff uh, facing Shadow Mountain, um, in which beat Deer Valley, number one seed. Um, yep. That is what, tomorrow. Incredible run. That's tomorrow at three p.m. Who early? Yeah, game it was supposed to play today. Um, oh, that's why the weather got it. ended up okay. making it. No one wants to drive a bus in this weather. You know, I don't blame them. Yeah. At all. Yeah, um, so tomorrow the, it's a 3 p.m. game. Um, Shadow Mountain's on an awesome run right now. They're yep. the last team that isn't Seton Catholic to have won a championship. Like, I think it's three seasons ago now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a solid squad. We'll see what happens. Uh, the other 4A semifinal for girls. This one, <laughs> Seton Catholic and South Point Catholic. I mean, that's a rematch of last year's championship game. And it was a good, good game. You were there. It was an awesome game. I was there. It was a really good game. So I don't know. That one's going to be fun to kind of tune into and kind of see what's going on with that one as well. Um, as you move on to 5A, I believe these games take place tonight. Tonight, yes. In about an hour. Yeah, and that 4A um, game is tonight, too. The uh, South. Oh, it is. Okay. Seaton. Yeah. Got it. Okay. That's, That's what right. it was it originally is, yeah. scheduled for. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, Gilbert and Flowing Wells and Millennium Sunrise Mountain. That's whew. that Millennium Sunrise Mountain. I think Millennium is still the favorite, although Sunrise Mountain is very, very good. Sunrise um, Mountain beat you... them in an absolute barn burner earlier yeah. in the season. It was, a, I think yep. it was a two point, it was a one score game. Yep. Um, and someone, they're a team that thinks they can dethrone Millennium. They have been, they're similar in that they um, have had the same roster for two or three years in a row now. Yep. Um, they started a lot of sophomores on that team a couple of years ago. Um, and now a lot of them are grown up as seniors and juniors. And they're, that's an awesome squad. But Millennium's the defending champion for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 6A, these games take place tomorrow. Another one of those that I wish I could kind of go to, to be completely honest. Um, Desert Vista versus Valley Vista. 
that game is going to be incredible. Um, Jacob Sligan said he's going to be at Millennium Sunrise, so he'll have updates. Desert Vista Valley Vista is one of those veteran experience teams with like crazy division one talent and very young up and coming team. That's also yep. going to have crazy division one talent in like a year or two. Yep. Desert Vista I think has like one or two seniors on the roster. They are super young, but they are very, very good. Um, yeah. They beat mountain Ridge by 17. They beat Hamilton by 17. This is a team that scores a ton of points when needed, and they can play very good defense. I've seen them play. I've seen them completely obliterate a team. Do you think they can get Desert Vista within a couple scores of Valley Vista in this game? It's Look. Are they still a year away? Look, the thing is, Desert Vista has the ability to win this game. It's going to take a lot, though. One, you have to stop Jenna Asai. How do you do that? I don't know. I don't think you I can. Well, obviously, I couldn't stop her. But I think what, what's really going to come down to is Desert Vista basically can't miss any shots. If you're Fair if enough. you're going to play, if you're going to try to pull up from three and try to build a lead or just really just keep up with, with Valley Vista, you're going to have to hit your shots. So what you're saying is they basically have to play a perfect game. I wouldn't say perfect necessarily. They have to play um, a close to perfect game. Yeah, but I mean the thing is, is their their defense is also good enough to where I think they can kind of get Valley Vista. I don't know, like, I mean, I know Valley Vista beat Millennium, but like Millennium played a pretty darn good game that first half. I was watching that stream. Those two teams play each other hard. Yeah, so I mean, I know I'm not saying that Valley or that Desert Vista is on the level of Millennium yet, um, but I do think that Desert. Vista, I mean, there's always that chance, and I think if there's a team to do it, I think it might be Desert Vista. Um, obviously you have Perry in the other game, which I was about to get to. So Perry and Xavier, Xavier is the other team that I think would be the one that gets Valley Vista. Um, and, and Perry, obviously, cause they're all in the semifinals, but I mean, Valley Vista is the favorite for a reason. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. what happens. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what we're looking at. Things are almost winding down. I mean, spring sports, we're basically going to talk about actually, Eric, I don't even know when we're going to record next week because, <laughs> cause Monday I'm at two games. <sighs> You're yeah, down here. Tuesday, yeah, I'm potentially I'm at, there if Flagstaff wins the semifinal. I might be at the girls' championship. Tuesday, I might be at two game, uh, the one game. Do I have anyone in five? I can't remember now. Gilbert, Gilbert girls. Yeah, I might be at two games. Six A might be at two games. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be crazy. Yeah, but uh, I feel you. but yeah, those uh, I don't know, man. That I just. This, I just I keep thinking about the possible matchups for the boys 6A semifinals. Just monster, monster matchups, man. Yep. Agreed. Like really, really good matchups. And those are what, Friday? I think. I think so. I can't even go, which is the worst part. But oh well. That's okay. Um you'll see the championship game. Uh, I will be at the championship game hundred percent. Yeah, it is Friday. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean, that's it. Best thing you ate in the last week. Wrap things up. Cadbury cream egg. Yeah, what? It's an Easter food. Cadbury you, cream egg. What'd you call me? Yeah, fair enough. Safeway started selling all the Easter stuff, which is crazy because it's still late February. Yeah. Um, but that's their next holiday that they're trying to sell stuff for. But so it's it's currently on sale. Once it gets closer to Easter, it'll be a higher priced. But yeah, I was I make it an effort to eat one Easter egg a year. Um, I don't do any more, any less. I do one, and I already used mine, unfortunately. So I might have to go without. I like the Reese's peanut butter eggs. Yeah, they didn't have those there <laughs> except for the giant packs, and I didn't need to buy 40 of them. No. <laughs> um, okay, my turn. Um, so I was covering the soccer championships or championships, soccer semifinals on Saturday, right? It wasn't too hot, but when you forget to bring a water bottle with you, it can be kind of miserable. So after the game, I came home, I changed, went to Zips. 
Zips has the best mozzarella sticks I've ever had. So for me, it's mozzarella sticks. And it was kind of a cheat day. It was a little bit of a cheat day for me. So it was nice. Fair um, enough. But yeah, the mozzarella sticks from Zips are... Oh, I don't even celebrate Easter, by the way. I just have made it a tradition to eat one Easter egg every year. I think we go to breakfast, maybe? Brunch? Sounds about right. Sometimes. Sometimes. Brunches and Easter. Uh, Easter and brunch mm-hmm. go together pretty well. I have a I have a funny Easter story to tell, but it's not very. Let's just say, I can't tell it. Never mind. Good thing you brought it up. I'll tell you off stream. Anyway, uh, thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> People probably already assume what it's going to be. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Idea. Obviously. Okay, well, whatever. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Lavar, at Inman Rights, at AZHSFB, at Arizona Varsity. I did not. Um, Yeah, make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, all.net. Go to them for any insurance needs you need. Uh, Insurance needs you need. Nice. Um, And other than that, then we will talk to you hopefully next week. If we can't right away then don't blame us we're just covering championship games and that's it so we'll see you eventually either next week or probably the week after so until then talk to you guys soon good luck to all the teams that are competing for state titles to wrap up the winter sports season easter bunny is a stupid mascot even the tooth fairy is better rabbits don't lay eggs they don't they don't lay eggs they're mammals (laughs) 